Hello, people. Welcome to fucking hell. Hey, we're back. <laughs> and it's been, I don't know how long. How, how, wait, how far do you put these? Do you put like once a week, two times a week? Uh, well, I haven't recorded an episode since the last time because I kept forgetting. Hold on, when was the last time? <laughs> Let me look it up real quick. Good question. Go on Spotify because I have on Spotify I now. I am going to Spotify. Okay, he's checking. Um, while he's checking, I am. Uh, fifth of August. <laughs> oh my gosh, I haven't put out the other one yet, Ezel, because I have to. Uh, they don't know that. Maybe it did come out. Maybe it didn't. We Maybe, haven't. Yeah, we don't know. We, we, we'll never know. Uh, Even though we're the ones that's doing it. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, today's episode. Is... In today's episode of <laughs> Who Killed Who? <laughs> who Killed Who? Dude, we need to play Clue one one of these days. For play like episodes. Clue. Clue? I don't know if you... I love Clue. I board grew... game? The board game Clue? I used to play that game so much as a kid. Okay, let's see here. Um, So... This one might be a little boring, or it might be fun. Just depends on how we interpret this, I guess. That is true. That is true. True that, so, true that. But I figured it would be really interesting to see this. Because some of... Okay. The, we're gonna, for this today's episode, we're pretty much going to be... Um, hey, guys. Do you like books? Yeah. I don't. But in high school, when I was in high school, and I was something about high school and everything else... <laughs> Just school in general. We all read books. Same there's, here. There's a certain grade where everyone has to read the same book. Yeah, like a certain book with your teacher in class, and you had to do a bunch of, 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 of work for it. Gosh, yeah. It was annoying. Um, In fact, high school was when my anxiety was really bad. So a lot of the time, I didn't even read out loud to the class when I was supposed to. And we used to have this, like, little... <laughs> and sophomore... Is either junior or senior year, actually? I'm the lucky one, man. I had, uh... We had this, like, little... So we called it a circle seminar. And it was, like, where our desk... Like, all the desks... I can't say that Wait, word. is it still recording? Yeah. Um, it goes kind of off, uh, like, okay. there. And then it'll compress down afterwards. Right. But, um... It was, like... So, our desk... All the desks would be in like a circle, and there'd be an inner circle too. So one big one, an inner one. Right. And then we would grade each other's like little prompts on on the store on the book that we had just finished reading in the class, right? And then we would have to go around the circle after we passed everything back and talked about our perspectives and like what we thought and if we had questions or if we were confused. In my class, we didn't actually do that. We actually just listened to an audio, like someone else reading it on like YouTube, <laughs> and we just fell follow along. When I mean we, I mean like three kids and the rest of us would just fell asleep. I was one of the kids that fell asleep. And yeah, I still a pretty good job on Kids, listen to this. Don't fall asleep while in class or reading. Don't fall asleep in any class. Take my advice. Even though I did pass and I actually graduated. Somehow I passed and I was almost, I was, I was the, like, the, like head bobble in class. I'd fall asleep. I'd start falling asleep and wake up and start falling asleep and wake up because I'd stay up all night. Oh, they just know I fell asleep. They know my head is down. They know. I was like, 
at, the, at some point, they just gave it up. You're like, if he's, getting, if he's getting his work done, there's nothing to complain about. Dude, this one time in eighth grade, and I don't know why I didn't take this opportunity, because, like, I don't know. So I was, my history class, I always fell asleep, right? Uh, like, for most of the class. My teacher one day was like, you know what? You know what, guys? Today for class, because he had, like, 30, 40-minute classes. Did you instantly go to your phone? Uh, yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. I, um, so we had a nap day. She literally let the entire class sleep the entire time, and then she would wake us all up at the end of it. Um, and because, and I, she told me it was because of me, too, because I always fell asleep in class. And I was the only person who didn't do it. Why? I don't know. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, this is an opportunity to look at my phone. I'm guessing you thought of that, didn't you? No, I don't know why. I can't remember actually why I didn't. Maybe it's because I wasn't tired for once that day. Yeah. But like, and she was like, at the end of the class, she was like, I did this for you so you could catch up on sleep. Are you, Why? <laughs> I'm asking that same question right to, now. I'm asking the same to my to my little self too. So <laughs> I don't. At that opportunity, I will take a nap and I will be out. And usually, usually for me to fall asleep, it'll take me like five minutes max. You did fall asleep pretty pretty quickly when we were on our trip, honestly, because you go into the to the room, uh, and then not come out for like a couple hours i'm like oh he fell asleep quick okay yeah, it's not take long for me to fall asleep <laughs> like at some point like i do like get up and like wake up and do stuff but like as soon as i lay on the bed You're and, the out, TV, like, and the tv's off i'm like oh. dude i fall i have to fall asleep with some kind of sound because i don't know maybe i'm weird i can't fall asleep in silence it just there's some weird factor in there that's like, uh... I could do both, but I prefer silence. I I don't know. I'm just weird. I'm just weird. So, like, I sleep with an earbud in my ear, and then I'll wake up in the morning, and then find out, fi- can't find it, and then I'll find it and put it back, but... I just came to the realization that your volume is actually not so high this time. I fixed it. Did you use that little thing right there to fix it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, I always... So, guys, my headphones have a little volume dial on it, and I always forget. Okay, so let's think... So, the way this is going to work, guys, with the books, is we have a bunch of books that, like, we would be forced to read in school. So, one of these was something that was honestly just one of my teacher's choices. Like, literally no no other class read it. But I'm curious to see if you've read it or if you're even interested in it. But the other ones, we have all wedding classes, mostly. I didn't read some of these, actually. But this should be interesting. Um, I also don't remember half of what goes on in these books. So... You're not the only one. I probably won't remember. I will remember a little bits and pieces because I there's only one I've gone back to since then, and that was it. So there's only one that I remember fully because it just it just traumatized me. Mm-hmm. And I think, 
Yeah, there are other ones in here as well that I don't have on the list in front of me as um that I'll bring up. But we could we could just like like later on if uh, like after we're done with the list we could just bring up ones that we probably yeah. have or have not. Yeah. So okay, let's and we're gonna do this out of five. So we're ranking it out of five, and we're gonna talk about why we hate these because or why we like them. One being good, five. Well, actually no, five being good, one just being absolutely terrible, and would literally buy fifty solid again. What are you, are you good? <laughs> That's funny. Well, I'm very confused of how that worked. Good thing this is Blade. <gasps> it was Blade. Oh well, I can fix it later. I painted it myself, but I can fix it later. Can you break take today? I can you, like get that one. There you go. Okay, so let's begin now. So you can understand that though, right? Yeah. One being buff level. Five being okay, I would own as an audiobook level <laughs> or physical copy level. You literally switched mm-hmm. that last time you said. You said last time you said one being the good one and five. Yeah. Then you just switched like one being bad. Yeah, I figured that might be a little bit easier for me to comprehend because of with my little peanut brain. So, <laughs> okay, this first one is, is Endo's game. I know you. I don't think your school did this, but I know my English teacher did this in like freshman year, and it was actually a really good book. <laughs> Ender's Game. Um, I think like a few kids talk about it, but like it was really it's it was a super good book. I personally liked it. I would read it again. I don't own it anymore, but. I would read this one again, and we read, like, the sequel to it, too, because there's, there's an entire, like, series on this. Isn't there, like, a movie about it? Yeah, there's a movie, and the, there's a movie on the first book. Um, oh, I need to see, like, what the- And then the sequel, there were, and then there's, like, a bunch of other, um, like, it was, it's an entire, like, I guess it, you could say it's, like, a chronicle? I don't know. It's a, it's a series of books, essentially. It, they're really good. It looks like an outer space thing. It is. Also, the person who plays Endor in the movie. He looks familiar. Is, dude, he's one of the, like, he's a huge actor. I can't remember what his name is. He is one of the biggest actors right now, though. To this day. Is that him? No. Okay. Wait, wait, let me show me. He's the Endor yeah. wing? Yeah, Asa Butterfield, yeah. Uh, so I guess he's searching this up because... Ooh, the boy in the striped pajamas. I've yeah. been wanting to... Hugo, that's where he seemed familiar. I've seen Hugo. He, dude. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but this book's really good. It's pretty much about um a kid. And then I guess in this world, if you like... Crap. How do it's kind of like uh it's very way much it's like in the future kinda like two thousand something something. So we're talking about like um like we're talking about like a combination of uh there's a movie that was yeah and the sun played in. Um, I forgot the name of that movie. Endos game. 
So, like, the Star Wars mixed in with Star Trek. I shouldn't say that. A lot of people will get pissed at me for saying something like that. So, guys, we're going to... I'm going to read this. Uh, I'm going to read the uh, Google thing just so we can have a... We can kind of figure out what kind of it's about. Cause I remember this, but I'm not the greatest at explaining it. Okay. Endos Game is a 1985 military science fiction novel by American author Orson Scott Card. Set in an unspecified date on Earth's future, the novel presents an, an imperiled. How? What's that word? Imperiled? Uh, don't ask me. I impaled. barely passed English. I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, kinda. I mean, I passed it, but not the greatest. Uh, humankind after two conflicts with in with insectoid alien species they dub they dub them buggers. So from pretty much you have to so apparently the buggers are trying to invade Earth to and it is revealed why at the end of the book why um they tried to even invade Earth in the first place. Okay, so listen but, up people. If you want to hear some spoilers, go for it. Listen to this. This girl does not care about if it's being spoiled well, or not. I'm not sure about you guys. There might be a lot of spoils about what happens at the end of the book. Just a heads up. If you guys want to look, if you, we're yeah, just gonna tell parts not, of it. Yeah, this is. So I'm actually not going to do spoilers. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. a big surprise because I, for a long time, you have. I love spoilers, guys. Something about me, I love them. I don't, I don't give a shit about them. Uh, you, you can spoil an entire movie or video game ending, and I'd be like, oh my god, now I want to play it even more. Like, it's I like I like spoilers. So. For me, it depends if I'm ever gonna watch it or not. Because there's yeah. some that I probably won't watch at all, but I'm curious about the ending, or just. I will watch it at some point. It just might take years for me to get to that point. <laughs> yeah, so... But yeah, I, that's about it. Uh, I am going to say that the Buggles is like a little... It does say it's an alien species. The end of the book does reveal why. Um, and, you know, why um, they tried to, uh, yeah, invade us. I do like the reason why, I will say. But, like, I don't know. I would say this one's a good one. Five out of five for me. Five out of five? Yeah, five out of five. All I right. really like it. I like this book. Based on, because I know you have read this, based on um, just, cause have you seen the movie? Ender's Game? Yeah. No. I don't know anything about it. Okay. Um, the only thing I've seen bits of is that the main character getting bullied a lot. Yeah, the main character gets bullied a lot. That one's not yeah, so much nah. a spoiler. So out pretty much the entire book, he gets bullied, essentially. But it's not like... It does stop, I think, I want to say... Towards the end of the book? So it's... In one way or another, he's either getting bullied by his peers or by, like, the captains and the adults around him but it's like not it's not bad though it's there for a reason uh that he's get bull that he gets bullied so pretty good i'd say 
Um, and the ending's also really awesome. My favorite ending to a book I honestly have, have I, that I have ever, like, done, read, and especially for the movie. Oh my gosh, amazing. Mm. So, based, but based on, I haven't said much, but based on what I've always said and what this Google says about it, what do you think about this book? Would you say it's a one or a five? From what I've heard, from your, like, words and your action and the excitement. Yeah, guys, I I, I was excited to talk about this one. I'll, it was a first on the list for a reason. <laughs> I'll give it a, I'll give it a, a three. A three? I don't know much about it for me to give it a full five. And I need a little, little bit more about it to even get it a four, but like, for now, I'll just give it a three as an okay. average. So, the movie, I will tell you if you do ever watch it, it is really similar to the book. There are some things... I was about to ask, like, there are some movies that, like... Yeah, there are some things in the movie um, that, like, there are some things that are missed in the movie that happen in the book. So there's a few things here and there. Um, they also try to like um, romanticize the movie more than it actually is in the book. Which classic me- movie is? Which reminds me, uh, it's probably not on the list right now, actually. But I thought of one book, and that book is Lord of the Rings. Oh, that is a good one, actually, dude. That's a good one. Um, Technically, in my school, we started off with the Hobbits. We never actually did we read. No, I changed my mind. We did read read Lord of the Rings, except for I think it was a shortened down version or just the first book. It, it's so long, actually, and there's so many details about it, but it's actually pretty good. And I gotta say, the movie along with okay, for okay, people listen up. At this point, I think we're also just comparing the movies along with the book. Yeah, I feel like if you have to understand the uh, if you want to understand like the movie, you have to at least have some kind of insight on the book. Or if you want to understand the book, you have to have some kind of insight on the movie at this point. Or if there's a movie about this book, we'll talk about it too. Yeah, if it's not. Then there's not a majority of these on here. There are movies for it, and even just plays out there for it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we'll more likely to not be talking about that kind of stuff, but. But the Lord of the it's it's a very interesting. Um. I okay. I try to remember a lot because even though, I actually fell asleep a lot in English for like, not listening to the Lord of the Rings, I did get bits and pieces of it, and from what I'm understanding, it was actually more detailed than the movie, which made it very slow and somewhat boring, actually. There are some good parts to it with the action and stuff, but, like, it just seemed too much detail to make it a little bit more exciting. The movie made it more exciting than the actual book. There is an extended version of Lord of the Rings, actually, which takes days to finish. Dude, I, um... So, I never read the books. 
I watched the first Lord of the Rings movie because apparently there's more than one. There is more than one. It's and I completely version. forgot about what happens in it. I just know I apparently can make the Gollum voice in it somewhat. I don't know how so much it's doing. So we got Frodo. Frodo. Which has the ring. It's all about this one ring. Is Frodo the main character? Yes, Frodo's the main character. What's the weird humanoid thing that tries to take the ring from him? Gollum. That's what I'm thinking. So yeah. wait, so technically he has two names. He Gollum was his second name. He still had a first name, which was uh I don't remember. Except for he was he was just like a normal hobbit at first. He, what 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 what? So you're telling me Frodo could have turned into that? Yes. How? Is it the way or was it's it through sheer I greedy about the ring? Like that person. Is this is this like 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 is this the seven sins now? Okay. There are seven rings actually. What's that? So the ring, I want to say it's for greed then, if it made him greedy. No, it's just, it just, it's, it has, it just has an overwhelming power that just... Oh, like I said, guys, I don't remember some of this stuff, and I also, it's been years, like, I'm talking over 10 years since I've seen anything related to Lord I of the Rings. I have a shortened so. version of Lord of the Rings, maybe if you want to, like, borrow it just to, like, get a refreshing of what it's about. It's it's much shorter than the actual like extended version, much shorter, <laughs> which is about like three hours still, four three hours. It's oh, it's long. Jesus. But like it's shorter than the extended version. So, <laughs> dude, I remember the movie taking forever to watch when I was a kid, like that first movie, and I and I fell asleep so half of it. And then I woke up towards the end, like I'm not kidding, on the very on the last scene of it, um, before it goes to credits, and I was and I'm like, that was a good, that was good, yeah. And then I went back to sleep. <laughs> you know another movie that came out? It's The Hobbits, actually. Oh, I have never seen The Hobbits nor read the book. Same here. Which so, supposedly is supposed to be the first thing before Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's yeah. So the Hobbit, I think, yeah, because it was it's supposed to take it takes place before Lord of the Rings. Then Lord of the Rings happens, and then the Eggle stuff. Yeah, because I I, I kind of got the guy's name, but he became the guardian of Frodo Baggins, from what I've heard in the book. Yeah, I think they did. So I'm thinking. So I, I, they did the same thing that they kind of did with Star Wars, um, with well, like you know how it starts out with um with Luke, but then the scene. Okay, if I'm gonna be truly honest, I don't watch a lot of Star Wars. I know a little bit of Star Wars, I but only because I know my boyfriend is obsessed with it. So basically what Star Wars kind of starts out is, it starts out with, like, Luke and then Darth Vader and stuff like that. However, Darth Vader was a Jedi at one point, so he, like, I the, 
to the sequels. It, this isn't a spoil, it's really. No, it's not that. I had to give you some information, actually. I heard this in Distractable. Apparently, Darth Vader's never said, Luke, I am your father. Darth Vader never said that. He just says, Luke. No, he says, I'm your father. No, he does not. He does. That's what a lot of people think. Apparently, he says something else. Uh, I... I don't know. I'm on the side of he said, I'm your father. I literally but... I listened to Distractable, and apparently, um, Wei did say, like, talk about, like, what Darth Vader said, and he didn't say that. I think he said something about father? But he said... Like, Luke, Luke I know your father. <laughs> I don't know exactly, but apparently that's not exactly what he said. That's what we interpreted, but that's not what he said. Okay, well, putting just as Luke, but... Basically, it, like, so... The sequels to this... Um, like, not the sequels that would be made now with, like, Way and, uh... Whatever the kid's name is. But, um... Uh, the sequels to the Star Wars thing, it goes to, it act, it ends up the, like, what actually take place, like, just, like, two or three sequels, they all take place, um... Before... Like, before the first movies that came out. Mm-hmm. So, and it's based, and it's following Anakin as a Jedi and slowly... Going Gillian towards Darth Vader. That's int- That is actually very interesting. Uh, hence why he knows how to use the Force. Because I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, the the Sith know how to use the Force, which is another fun species in there. Yes. But he there's so this this good Force and this bad Force. He taught was one the bad bad Force by the Sith, when he turned into Darth Vader. He learned the good force. So, Jedi is no good force. Sis, no bad force. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So then... Did he kill a bunch of kids? That is, yeah. Yeah, no, I... I, He does, yeah. I think that's terrible. I don't know, I don't know the reason why, but, like, that is terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the same movie he turned to Darth Vader, too, I'm pretty sure, actually. Maybe. Yeah. So... For those who guys, and this isn't and since this movie isn't out, it has been out for years. I don't think it counts as a spoiler. Um, the reason why he becomes Darth Vader is because I'm pretty sure he finds out Padme gets hurt or something like that. Uh, and like because him and Padme against the, the Jedi's orders get married and end up having kids, but. And he knew she was, like, pregnant. But she doesn't actually... But the thing is, she's... I don't know what happens to her. Something happens to her. He gets, like, super upset. He's like, no! Because the only reason why he did join the dark side is and start and to start learning dark magic. Or dark... I'm gonna call it dark magic so I don't confuse myself. <laughs> yeah. Dark so, magic. We're in the D and D world now. <laughs> but yeah, dark force or dark magic, whatever you guys want to call it. Um, like the dark side of it, be- uh, is to help save Padme and his future children, uh, or child, I guess, because he isn't. We obviously don't know until they're born. So yeah. 
and then he finds that out, gets upset, and then gets boned a lot. So now he has to live in that suit. There's a reason why he's in that suit, guys. It's because without it, he would die. Literally. It's the only thing keeping him alive. Uh, yes and no, actually. From what I understand, the only thing that got burned off was his legs and his arm. No, his face was terribly burnt, too. Because, yeah, his legs and his arm... Didn't Wait, didn't they get cut off, actually? His legs and his arm? Didn't they get cut Yeah, off? and then the other ones got burnt so badly he can't use them. Oh. And then his face was pretty bad, too, because keep in mind... He was also just laying there. He was, he, if you guys are a bit confused, we're talking about where he's at, actually. He's actually next to a lava pit, so, like... And he gets burned super badly. So, in other words, he, it, it is so painful for him to breathe, though. He could theoretically breathe without it, without the suit, but it would be so painful to do so. That suit helps a lot. It's really fr- it's interesting. Ugh. Anyway, I cannot imagine what that will feel like. Like just like having everything burned, your lungs are in pain. Yeah, I can imagine how I can't imagine how bad his lungs will like messed were messed up because lava does a lot a lot of shit to you. There are there are people who have been in lava accidents. There it hurts to breathe for them a lot of the time now because it messes with you. Yeah, it's just. I feel bad for them. Right? Okay. So, I think we got carried away. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> okay. This next one is the Crucible. The what? The Crucible. I don't know anything about it. Never even heard it's of it. It's on, based on the Salem Witch Trials. Salem Witch Trials, eh? Yeah. So, I actually have a little thing right here. Please. For you to Give read. Okay. So, the Crucible is a dark and chilling place studying the events leading up to the 1692 Salem Witch Trials. Based on true people and events, the story revolves around the accused and the accusing and their fates. That, which, which. But it is a lot of its off act. So, so it's just like a basically a true story in that book. And, yeah. Uh, but in the... I guess in the form of like a play or I read it as like an actual like story kind of deal but because they have little stories on it too but it is a play though that you can watch because there are some theaters that do it as a play but it's like pretty good. I like it. I'm gonna go ahead right now and just wait mine like a four. to rate the Lord of the Rings. I'm just gonna rate it to like a Four. A four. Yeah. The book is a four. The based, yeah, the movie's four too. Based on what you told me, I'm gonna rate it a three. Yeah. Yeah. A three. That's understandable. And then we might as well rate Star Wars as well while we're at because we took we we talked for like about it for twenty minutes. I don't know much about it. But from the bits I've seen, I actually somewhat do enjoy it, so I'll give it a four. A four? A four is a pretty good solid. I'm gonna say the same, a four. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm kind of confused 
on some of Anakin's actions. So I'm confused on some bits and parts of it still to this day. So I'm saying it's a four until I figure that out. But yeah. And then for the Crucible, it's really cool though. So there is a, okay, there is a movie on this actually, guys. And it is three hours long. Actually, movies are like two hours or something. Like yeah, that. this is a three hour long movie. And... Well, a three hour? No, it, I think it's like a... No, the book is three hours long. The movie, I think, is maybe an hour and a half, two hours. That's pretty short. Yeah. The book is understandable if it takes three hours. Yeah. I was thinking the movie for a moment, it's not. But it's really good, though. Um, so, another, so here's another thing that, uh, another, I guess, explanation of it. Mm -hmm. The Crucible is a 1953 play by American playwright also, also, by American playwright Arthur Miller, who is dramatized and, it is dramatized and partially fictionalized story of uh, the Salem witch trials that took place in the Massachusetts, in the Massachusetts, Massachusetts, because I can't say words like this because my speech impediments, but I can pretend like I said that. I'm not even going to try to correct her because mine is as, also as bad as hers. Yeah, so. um, Bay Colony doing 1692 to 1693. Come here, kitty. Because, yeah, guys, keep in mind, Salem witch trials lasted literally one year. I mean, arguably, it lasted longer than that, and there was still, like, like times here and there where they're like, oh my god, are we sure she's not a witch? But, for the most part, a lot of the deaths and the, um, and the executions were done within one year of William, maybe less. Which was, basically, it was essentially massive hysteria. A lot of, um... People hate to admit that, but it was mass hysteria. Because witches, I'm sure, did did exist in that time frame, in that area. But I don't think it, like, everyone was. Dude, they lost half of the female population. I know, that. like, that's, they lose, like, a lot of females at that. Like, it was I, only females, too. There were a couple males, but it was okay. mostly females. So if males did do something, do they still call them witches or do they call them wizards? They call them witches. Because no. keep in mind, they at this point, like with, like our language failure, or our language was very, yeah, it's very um, spread out. But it was also, we had certain words that can mean multiple things. So mm -hmm. it was kind of just a one and one and go mm -hmm. word for them, which. Right, right, okay. Mm -hmm. now, I, now I see what you're trying to say. Yeah. Okay. There were some people who even said there were some there were even some accounts uh that apparently um like said that like witches were the curse of the devil and that the whole whole colony it's of itself was being cursed by God himself. Jeez. Which I think, again, the mass hysteria aspect of it. Oh, but the crucible, I, I, I'm gonna be honest, I don't care much about the story. I 
the ranking I'm gonna give it is more based on the events that happened, um, that, that it was inspired by. Because I don't know about you guys, I love reading any single about the Salem Witch Trials, I think. I'm like, I could read. Wait, aren't you a witch yourself? No. I, no, my, uh. No, my fiance is, though. Yeah. I dabbled in it a couple times here and there before I met Tyson. It wasn't for me, because I mostly, because I got confused a lot, and I had to do it behind my mom's back. Because she's a Catholic. Uh, and uh, that she makes also, sense. I was like, what? Well, she's kind of half Catholic, half LDS. I don't know what she would be. She kind of went back and forth with it a lot. But, yeah. Alrighty. So, yeah. Um, but, either way, I think... Uh, I'm going to rate mine a 5. I'm going to give mine a 2. A 2? A 2. Two. Okay, I need to hear you reading on this so, one. So hold up. Okay, it's a true, somewhat close to a true based story. I don't like those kinds of stories. That makes me more sad because I know there's like facts about it that it's like true. That makes me sad. Like wow, these people are terrible. Also, uh, I've known like I've been talking to like people and I've dated like two girls that are witches, and it makes me feel kind of bad. <laughs> So, and, like, the book doesn't seem so interesting to me that I would read it in general. Oh, yeah, so there are some boring parts in it, but it gets really good at one point. So, one of the um, accusations is a bunch of girls were dancing uh, in the forest naked around, like, a bar. So they're streakers, then. File, and, well, okay. The thing was that is the reason why they thought it was witchcraft is because um, supposedly they were putting like I can't remember what animals, but like dead, dead bloody animals in the pitophile. so sacrifices. Well, we could just make food out of that too, but like yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And it was in the middle of the forest, or something, and they were dancing in a circle. Enchanting, it supposedly. It does seem unusual. I'll give them that. It, it does, does seem very unusual. Um, and even then, this is a very, um, crap, a very, like, religious setting as well, when you think about it. So, Zum, well, no, no, no. So, Zum being naked in public in general is just really outlandish for these kind of people. Right. So. If, even if it was just that and they were just standing in the middle of the forest naked, they'd be like, oh my god, a witch. Yeah, no, that seems, yeah. Yeah. It's not like today where you see someone naked and you just ignore them because you don't want to make you a huge ignore scene, them? But. For me, I just stand there stump, like dumbfounded. I'll be like. I didn't do, I mean, so I went to New York. Right? I try not to like look at it too much, but my eyes just Dude, couldn't like look so, away. Like, guys, I went to New York one time. <laughs> It's a naked person. Oh right there. my gosh. I so we were, we were crossing the street one time, like we were on our way back to the hotel. There was this lady, it was like a sign, she, everything is covered from by the sign. But she was naked behind that sign. Okay, so give me an age gap of how old this lady was. I don't know. From far away she looked like 40, but the closer I got, she looked like maybe 60, 70. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's, uh, that's, I, that's I a, did a quick 
glance behind me to make sure she wasn't wearing any, to make sure she was actually wearing something, I, and I saw her butt, and I'm like, nope. It's a butt-ass naked woman. It's an old lady. <laughs> yeah. And I, the sign said, and, and the, the sign said, said, performing for free. I don't like that. That's yeah. very disturbing. Like, even in Las Vegas, that's even, like... But this is New York. I and know. And, like, Times Square. Yeah, this is New York. I don't like it in New York. If it was Las Vegas, that's, like, a different and story. And this is Times like... Square. Like, well, I mean, I guess it makes sense, because, you know, there's going to be people there. But still, it's, like... Yeah. I don't understand. But, yeah, basically... You want some? Because this is almost out. Thank you. Yep. But yeah, basically, um, that was the thing. So yeah, I gave it a five. You gave it a two. Yep. Okay, the next book on our list is Animal Farm. That sounds familiar, actually. This one I know every school in Idaho is required to read. Animal Farm? That, what was that about? Uh, communist animals. That's the simplest what I can give you. Communist animals. Okay, yeah, here you go. Um, Animal Farm is is a be is a beast fable and in the form of satirical, algorithmal novella which guys there's a difference between novels and novellas it's i don't funny. know the difference <laughs> i don't know it either but there is a difference um by george by george orwell um first published in england so blah 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 okay it tells a story of a group of farm animals who rebel against a human farmer hoping to create a society where the animals can be can be equal, free, and happy. That's not really what happens. It, it starts out as so that, just, and it just falls apart towards the end. Talk about vegans, then? So, basically, guys, it starts out as that, falls apart towards the end. I'm not going to tell you the ending of it, because I don't remember it. But, it's good. It's good? Kinda. I mean, it's basically communist animals, essentially. Um, but this book was also written in 1945, so you really can blame, blame the writer on that at this time. Communism was still somewhat circulating around, so we can't knock, we can't blame the, um, the, 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 the author for that, but yeah. It starts out really good and then slowly turns into communism. And it basically, it's a political book, essentially. It, because one of the animals in this book, so there's one main leader that they decided on, the communism. And then, um, but then there were, and they had a couple other, and then they decided we need more people on hand, on deck to help us run this farm because they're only animals. And mind you, these animals learn how to read and write. Yeah. 
And they write out their own list of laws. They start rationing food throughout the winter. And even into to the next year in the summer, they were the the rations are still being becoming smaller and smaller until um some of the other some until some of the other animals are like we don't like this because they basically ran the original the farmer who was taking care of them out of the house. So the house is still running. There's still power. They can still watch television somehow. And yet, so, and they are still, mind you, the way they are making money and stuff to run everything and buy products is they are still, they are still growing corn, they're still growing wheat, they're still having chickens lay eggs, they're still selling everything and stuff like that. Interesting. It's, it's basically a society, a, a tiny little society on a little farm. It's not... It's, like, it's kind of a cute story at first, and then it turns into, like, a lot more, it goes from a little bit political to a lot political. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, these animals even make, um, like, a little building out of, or make something out of a bunch of stones. Like, heavy, heavy stones. Buff animals right there. Yeah. And that's on rations. So they're not even getting the nutrients, they're still doing that. And it's actually, it's really interesting. It's an interesting book. It does teach you a lot about politics, funny enough. <laughs> a good introduction, introduction to politics. Um... I'm personally going to give it a two point a two because some of these animals are like well maybe two point five because I like some of the animals others not so much the story goes from cute to just straight up yeah only communism and political races and debates. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. I'm not much into politics, so maybe that's why I'm giving it a two point a two or two point five. But that's mine. There's even a movie on this too. Funny enough. Um, mine, mine's, mine's a two. Uh, I it does not sound interesting to me at all. No, I give it a one. You give it a one. Absolutely does not sound interesting. You even give if it doesn't su- give it a zero. Nothing. It's a nothing. It's a nothing. It, it doesn't sound interesting. It sounds completely chaotic. <laughs> it has politics, which I don't care about, and I don't even want to be a part of. I just want to live my own life. Pay my bills, live my own life. There you go. End of story. I don't care what's going on in the outside world. Speaking of which, guys, don't forget to vote. Uh, I recently voted. This I is, didn't. This is actually a good segue. I'm not being sponsored to say this, guys, but this book's actually a good segue to say go vote. If you want your country to, uh, you know, be in the hands of good people, possibly, vote. Again, I'm not much into politics, but the only reason I voted is because I actually want to live in a good good country and not run away, so. 
I don't, yeah. I don't care. I could live in Mexico if I learned Spanish, and I could just live with my cousins there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, just, just go vote. I didn't vote because I didn't feel like it, but that didn't show to stop you guys from voting. <sighs> okay, next book. Um, to kill a mockingbird. That is a good book. So. I'm. I like it. it. I really. I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember a lot of the stuff that happens. I know a lot of it is like court stuff, but it's like. It is. I. I'm think anyway. I don't know. I'm gonna. Wait. To kill a mockingbird. That's not. <gasps> I just okay. To kill a mockingbird is about. I kill them. It's a. I don't remember what's about. I remember what was some of what happens in it, but I don't quite remember everything that happens. I do, but I don't. So we're going to read this. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird, but it's a novel by American author Harper Lee. Uh, and in the United States, it is widely read in high schools. Blah, blah. Okay. To Kill a Mockingbird ha- is there and about... It's about a court area, actually. Yeah. Short somewhere. Here you go. To kill a mockingbird is both a young girl's coming-of-age story and a darker drama about the roots and consequences of racism and prejudice. Mm-hmm. Pro being how, how good and evil can coexist with in a single community or individual. I'd give it a five. Along with the movie, actually. Yeah, dude, I've seen, I've read and seen both. I'm giving it, uh... It's sad, yes. I. It's very yeah. it's sad, but it is good, though. I'm giving it a 4.5. Mostly just because there are some characters I just cannot stand reading in there. Uh, I can't remember what their names are. It's the... Crap. It's the what you know, like the part where they're in court, um, and they're like, um. Are you talking about the daughter of like, the one that being? Yeah. Said she's being harassed by the black dude. Yeah. It's I absolutely I, I absolutely stand, hate her and her dad. I actually. can't stand reading anything, any lions, or even watching the parts whistle. Maybe it's just because I'm so mad at this character. I, I agree. But I can't stand these parts. I skip them every single time. So that's why I'm giving it 4.5. Just because they make it so hard to like this character. And that's the whole point. But I try to look for something I'm liking every character when I read or watch something. I don't. I read but, it and I just like, if I come to a conclusion at the end of the book... I don't like her. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I mean, don't think anyone does. She but... has, she had no. Okay, people, you can listen to this part, but like, just so you know, I just absolutely hate her. She had no reason to do a certain thing because of her father. You'll know the reason why when you start reading it, but like, I just even hate in her. the mo- even in the movie. Even That's right, did, even in the movie. Dude, dude, the movie is actually, and I don't know about you, it's actually fairly, very accurate. It's pretty accurate, yeah, yeah. This is like, I don't think I noticed a single thing missing from the book. 
Like I did think they wait, did they show the dog in the movie? I think so. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure they did. I need to rewatch it, but it's it's a good one. It is, dude, it's amazing. Um, let's see here. The next book on this list, I'm gonna let you choose between well, actually okay. We'll yep. let you choose the next one. Uh the Great Gatsby's are right here. We're gonna do real quick, and then the next one I'll let you look at some at the next at the rest of these and I'll let you choose one. So the Great Gatsby guys, I'm sorry, I have to mention this since we brought this as an episode. Mmm. Okay. If you guys can tell if I don't know if you can talk about my reaction, I fucking hate this book. I couldn't even, I didn't, I couldn't tell if you hate it or loved it. It's, it was very hard to tell. Fucking hate it. It is terrible. I know a lot of you guys are going, so, this is a very widely loved book. Really? I don't don't understand why. Everyone in my classes loved it. I have multiple friends who love this book, including co-workers and the movie. It's just terrible. It's just terrible. There's nothing I like about it. And I'm I'm off a good romance book, you know. A good romantic yeah. book. But this one isn't it. What is, what is this one about? I, I don't quite know. Okay. Um Okay, here we go. Set in the set in a jazz in a jazz in the jazz age on on a long island near New York City, the novel depicts First-person narrator Nick Carraway's interactions with a mysterious millionaire, Jake Gatsby, Gatsby, and Gatsby's obsession to reunite with his former lover, uh, Daisy Butchman. Now, that's a basic intro, and that's pretty much what the entire book's about, <laughs> essentially. Um, and it's based in 1925. Well, uh, well, it was probably, I'm pretty sure it was published in 1925. But it is based in the twenty in the nineteen twenties, so around the era of like a recession and where alcohol is illegal and stuff like that, or getting close to it's illegal. Okay. So, but basically, um, the book is about, and it's in the movie too. Um, okay, it's about um, so Nick Carey moves into this nice house well to there's this house house in this new city or in, in on long island um and his neighbor is uh, is jay gatsby but no one knows who gatsby is they've never seen him he throws these huge parties though right uh like this biggest parties in long island apparently and tons of people come to these parties, but they've never met the guy, but he's there. Nick, supposedly, is the only one who has met him in this, up, uh, up until the events of this book. Even though Nick actually meets, um, Gatsby in the book for the first time, because he goes to this party because of being too loud. So he's like, hey, um, hey, it's, hey, it's Gatsby here. Uh, you could, I just need to let him know to turn that to, maybe quiet it down because I'm trying to do something or whatever and he doesn't then he meets Gatsby and then learns that uh, the same night 
somehow becomes friends with him and learns the main character the um yeah the formal level is daisy um and daisy is already married with kids Oh, was a kid. I can't remember his brother too, but with a kid at least, at least one kid. Um, her husband cheats on her on her constantly. She knows about it at this point. Probably doesn't care, but she still acts like she does. And then she decides to cheat on him, <laughs> on him with Gatsby throughout the book. And then. There's also another girl, I can't remember what her name is, but there's also another character, um, and they, like, at some point in the book, they all get in a huge argument in another hotel room, because <laughs> they get a hotel room for some odd reason to drink or whatever, and afterwards, they, um, what is, yeah. Afterwards, they get in a huge argument, and they I think there's some kind of race or whatever or something. One thing leads to another. The same night, they kind of die. <laughs> Most of them. Nick and Daisy are like, and her boyfriend and her husband are the only ones who survive this. It's a lot. Oh, and... To kick it all off, Gatsby only lives across from Daisy. He did it on purpose because he is a he's a creepy guy. So, can you just guess? Can you can can you see why I kind of hate this book? He seems like a huge obstacle. He was now finally who find who finds someone who has connections to her. To completely ruin her life. Because she was doing just fine for Gatsby. And then suddenly, oh yeah. No. It's a lot. I know, it's a lot. That's the best way I can put this. It is Stockel fine tries to get together with ex-lover. Who's already married with kids. Uh, and random stranger who he meets one night. Night. Knight uh uses him as a connection and then one thing leads to Nuzzle. The only ones who are left alive is Nick, Daisy, and her husband and Nick and Daisy and her husband move away. And that's the end of the book. Oh, and no one comes to Gatsby's funeral, but Nick. Well, that's something. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, so I'm putting it in here. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. I hate this book. Yeah, you sound like you hate it with a passion. It's terrible. I so many people love it. I will say the art style on the book cover is pretty cool actually. Let me show you. It's this. I love the art style. This is not what I was looking for, but it's fine. I love the art style of it. But I hate the story. Yeah, the characters, the story, everything. Also, the fact that Nick just goes along with this. A stranger. He doesn't. He's known for what? One night. This is a reminder. 
Alexa, shut up! She listens to me. That's so, like I said, it's Alexa. <laughs> but yeah, so I give it zero out of zero point zero zero zero. Okay, I'll let you choose so. Which one out of these four are we thinking? <laughs> Including that one, I guess, but. If we're going to go ranting about a book that we don't like, I'm going with Lords of Flies. Lord of the Flies. So, guys, this is one I actually don't know about. So, I'm going to let you take Yeah, no. Take the lead so, on this one. <laughs> Lord of the Flies, I absolutely despise it with all my heart. And they're all kids, actually. It's about kids. How they're trapped on the island because of a plane crash. They know how to... They know... There's one person, they they nicknamed him Pig. One of the many kindest people in that one. And guess what? I think he dies. If I remember, he does die. A lot of kids die in there because of an instant. We have one leader that just like... I feel like he just goes cannibalism. Or not really cannibalism. He goes a bit psycho. And everybody like that goes with him... They tend to go insane. His main character, he tries to do good at the same time. He's like, he knows like what not to do and what to do. Uh, later on, things get out of hand. The person that got, he just like killed like some, a kid. Then later on, they like start hearing noises and all of a sudden, like there's been a story about like this dangerous animal that comes out of the water at night and kills people. And at some point, they're running around in, like, in a fire, like, around a fire, just, like, screaming, making some noise. And all of a sudden, there's, like, a noise on the other side in the darkness. This one makes me sad and mad. That kid did absolutely nothing. And what came out was a kid. He was in pain because he, like, fell down and hurt himself. And a lot of kids, they were already, like, pumped up about, like, like about the enchant, like, enchantment, like, going around, like, ritual stuff. They heard that, and they, like, charged at him. They had spears and stuff. And when they got to him, they stabbed him, thinking they're stabbing the monster. It made me so sad. Oh, I was like, no! That's terrible. <gasps> Not knowing... And the kid did nothing. The kid did nothing. Oh. He, in fact, was trying to ask for help. No, we're gonna keep stabbing him. It was so sad. It made me so sad. Like, that is like. I don't know if I even. I don't even know if we ever finished the story, but like. Oh my god. It was. That was like. There's so many good kids just dying, and it makes me like so mad of what like. Just happened. And there's this like a movie about it too. It's just. Oof. And they're all kids too. They. Oh, okay. So, guys, I've never actually seen the cover of Lotus Flies. I'm looking at it on my computer screen right now. Okay. That, um, he looks like he's definitely the leader here already. And, okay. Well, that is something. Um, 
And I think, like... I like, think from oh, what I've heard so far... I think at the end, a plane does fly by over them. Did they save them? Yeah. Because they're on, like, they figure out kids are missing and there's, like, a plane crash. Okay, here we go. So, I'm gonna read the Google, the Google interpretation of this and, like, kind of decide where I'm at on this. Okay. The plot concerns a group of British boys who were stranded, or who are stranded on the, on an uninhabited island and their disastrous attempts to govern themselves. Okay. 1954? Oh, geez. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, I'm gonna say a 3.5. I'd be, I'd be interested in reading it, but I don't know if I'll, if I'd like it. <laughs> so I'm gonna say a 3. Yeah, I'm gonna say a 3. I'm on saying this one. Despise it so much. They're kids. They cut, kill other kids. It's I hate it. Well, actually, no. I'm changing mine to two. Actually, I'm changing mine to two now. I think about it, cause bleeding about kids killing each other doesn't sound fun. No. It makes me very sad. So yeah, I'm gonna say two on this one. Um, for sure. Uh, we're gonna do one more book, guys. <laughs> I don't think it should be good. I'm actually gonna, I'm actually asking my mom about this one book that I really like. <laughs> it's it's a bit like on the weird side, but it's really good. I, I don't I asked her. She seems like she doesn't know, which I don't remember either. But it's a good book. Uh, let's see here. So I haven't. Okay, so one that I have. I know we both have read Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet, a classic. <sighs> I don't even need to search Google on this to know what it is about, guys. We all know what Romeo and Juliet is about. And to be honest, you guys are going to hate me for this. It's funny. You guys are going to hate me for this. Like, a one? I'm not gonna hate you. Maybe a point five. I'm going with like a five on a funny side. <laughs> the funny side. Cause like okay, after like reading it like for like the third time in like school, I came to a realization how stupid they are. Yeah. And I thought that's pretty funny actually. I realized how stupid they are. The first time I was. Maybe it's just because you know your girl's a little special. But, you know, I just thought it was the stupidest thing you could ever do to, to like, fa to, like, temporarily poison yourself and not, and just expect the guy that you want to run away with to know that you're going to run away with him out of, like, just Well, there was a messenger him. that was supposed to be there, but apparently he didn't make it to the Pope on time, which the Pope was supposed to give it to Romeo to let him know what happened. Thanks for the autocorrection! <laughs> My boyfriend autocorrected him, guys. But yeah, I still, either way, I just think it's so stupid because even if the plan would have worked out, 
she could have at least waited for a little or message back to confirm that he understood what was going on. It would have been nice just to like communicate better instead of just him, just her expecting him to like. Oh yeah, and then also on top of that, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Um, and the part where he's like, "We're all cousins here." They don't know that. They got married out of secret. Do you think they're gonna know that they're cousins? No, not really. Absolutely not. Exactly. That's like the time in like. Like I didn't get that call. Okay, anyway. <laughs> There's work calling, guys. I don't want to do that at the moment. I'll call them in a minute. Or after this recording. Anyway. I don't, yeah, I'm 0.5 Romeo and Juliet. They're so stupid. I like, the only reason I'm giving them 0.5, like 0.5, is because I like, I like the characters themselves. They do have, like, some good story behind them. Isn't one of them, like, 18, the other one's, like, 13? Yeah, but them, that's why it's 0.5, because the characters themselves are good separately. But the fact on how, but how stupid they are to one. Well, also back then you have to remember there's arranged marriages. That's true. At yeah. like eleven years old, some of them, yeah. some kids be nine years old when they're arranged into marriages. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. So it wasn't an uncommon thing. There would be nine year olds back then who were arranged into marriages that like to a thirty six year old men or something like that, like. It wasn't, it wasn't an uncommon practice. It was normal thing at that point. Um, but uh, for how, the reason why it's 0.5 though is because, like, yeah. If the characters were separate and not, like, romantic together, I'm sure they would have been great buds. But I just, I also like my separate characters. But maybe, like, I don't know. Because I like how one of them is a sculptor. The other one just doesn't even want to be there at that point. No, that, like, in the no, palace. Like, they have their little, they have their side stories, and I love them. But I don't like the rest of the story. So, hmm. that's that. <laughs> it, that's why it's a point five. Side stories are great. The rest of the story is kind of shit. I'm so. going with 2.5, actually. Yeah. So you're going with 2.5? Yeah, no. Um, uh, it's For me, it does have some life lessons in there once in a while. It, where are the life lessons? Uh, don't be a fucking moron and kill, start killing like someone that you don't like. Because there, it was an accidental kill, actually, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah. He didn't mean to kill him, and he did, and then he was on the run. Yeah, no, just, just don't, just don't fight. <laughs> um, don't. Uh, don't kill people. Don't do fake, 
murder suicide and just don't just don't just stop just don't <laughs> just stop just stop whatever you be doing. a rebellious child and actually just go against your parents get your money lost yeah sure but hey you have your own it's it's a bit life lessons with a bit of stupidity also some funny ends too so it's just yeah so yeah mine's 0.5 his is 2.5 i would say yeah it's not bad I just not, it's not my favorite. I've just read it too many times in my life. I think out of all of the stories we've talked about today, though, uh, I want, I, I'm gonna say Endo, well, I'm gonna say Endo's Game is still my top favorite because it's sci-fi and I love sci-fi shit, so, yeah. <laughs> I... Them killing Mockingbird is uh, my number one. It's just, it's just a great story. Just, I don't know. There's something about like at first, like I wasn't really into it, but like later on, like as soon as like I started to get more and more, it was starting to get really interesting. It so. was, yeah. I uh, don't remember much about. Did I actually wait to kill, to kill Mockingbird? I don't think you did. I didn't care. So I'm gonna wait to kill Mockingbird really quick. Uh. I still don't remember a lot of what happens in it. I'm so I'm gonna say a four because I do remember liking it and us reading it in school. So I'm gonna say a four. So I'm a four on that one. <laughs> so it's yeah, a good reasonable one. Yeah. So mine's Endos Game. Yours is the Killer Mockingbird. Yeah. Are there any honorable mentions on books before we end this podcast that you just want to mention and wait super quick? If there is just still this one book. I would also give this one book a five because it also has a good story. But I can't. I don't remember the name, but I could just give like a brief of what happened. Go for we it. We got like a main character, which is a girl. Uh, she moved away. And she's living in a different area. Uh, she made some friends. Uh, they all hang out. Then this one friend has another friend that doesn't speak whatsoever. No one knows the reason why. And just later on, they figure out like that this person just like just seems like it has a terrible life then like even more on to the story this girl i believe is falling for this one boy then even further there's got to a point where this kid ended up in the hospital and at some point he was he was talking actually and they were all surprised then later on, this kid explains what happened. It was his brother that was abusing him too much. And uh, at some point, his brother, like, drilled in his brain that if he spoke to anyone, a bomb in his throat would explode. So he's been traumatized by that, and he never spoke to anyone. After, like, speaking, he, like, finally realized that his brother was lying. And at some point in the hospital, all the family members were there, even his brother... And his brother, like everybody, like all the, his family thinks his brother's the sweetest. They, he puts like a mask in front of them to, but in reality, like the little brother knows he's like a douchebag. At some point, the little brother was, or like was going against the older brother now. And the older brother finally showed his true colors. He knew he messed up. <laughs> then it was like a happy ending. I don't remember much about the end, but it was such a good book. I really liked it. I give it a five. A five. Yeah. I'm gonna, okay, so I don't, rem okay, I don't remember a lot about what happened to this one, but I have 
very vivid memories of reading this book in grade school. I can't remember what grade. It might have been second, maybe third grade when I was reading this. Um, what was it fourth grade? It was sort of fourth grade. Because I think this is like when it was, I think... Um, I think that's when it started really getting popular again. Because a lot of people started reading it again around this time when I was little. It's Hatchet. I don't know if anyone remembers this book. <laughs> but my school... How, well, my teacher decided to read this to us one time because we had a little uh, a rug at the, at the front of our classroom where we sat down for like an hour and just read a book or listened to the teacher read us a book to calm us down if we were being too rowdy. So Hatchet was a choice this time. I, I'm going to read the like explanation of it. Because it's kind of what I remember happening, but I don't remember the events that I know. I remember one vivid event that happened, so I don't talk about that in a moment. But Hatchet is a survival novel about a 13-year-old boy named Brian Robinson who finds himself completely alone in the Canadian wilderness with only a hatchet as a store. Gary Paulson was inspired to write Hatchet by his own survival experiments and tendencies. <laughs> so... This is one specific scene in it, or one specific, um, like, part in it, where, like, so, he makes himself cover in, like, the hole, this huge hole in a tree, and he kind of made it bigger, so he had, like, so he could just get in there, especially at night time to sleep or whatever, away from, like, wild animals or whatever, I assume. Uh, and I remember him, like... Like, marking off the days on one of the walls of it. Really? That's, like, of how long he's been out there. I think he is out there for, I can't remember, I could be wrong, like, a year or two. That's quite impressive. I can't remember. It might have only been six months. It, I read this. The only time I ever I, was, I ever read this book is when my te- the teacher's leading it to us. It's just, I... But this book has always just been in the back of my mind when I think about some of my favorite books of books. And this, I is it's one of my favorites, mostly because it's nostalgia purposes. But, like, it's a good story from what I remember. I want to read it again. Like, I'm too lazy to get it, so. You remind me of one other book. Very sad, but so, so good. <laughs> Okay. Where the Red Bird Grows. I heard of that. I've never read it. <laughs> it's a good book along with the good There's a different version of the movie. I don't care. Pick it out. Watch it. You will cry, but you will love it at the same time. I feel like an emotional book and It movie. is so sad, but it is so good. <laughs> I cried as much, like, many times every time I watch it. It's just... It just, it's so sad, but man, it's just, like, so good. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you it. It's, it just, look at it just. Okay. I'm not going to explain it. All I say, it's good. I love it. I recommend to anybody. I can tell you're, like, smacking your hands and, on your leg. Guys, so with Adam, you can tell if um, <laughs> he likes something, he's smacking his hand on his leg. It's. <laughs> One of okay, many okay. reactions to things. Well, 
I guess. It is. <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway, I'm going to give Hatchet a nice uh, 4.5. Well, actually, I made it a 4, because I don't remember everything that happens in it, but I remember really enjoying it as a child, so a good 4 point, a good 4. Mine's a five and beyond. <laughs> five and beyond for yours, where the red ferns grow. Where the oh. red fern grows. Beautiful. And with that, that is the, um, that's, that's the episode this for you is, guys today. This is the end of our episode, ladies and gentlemen. This might be the longest episode we have ever recorded. Depending if it's going to be cut down or not, or edited, or sound effect stuff. Woo, yay. Woo, I don't. I'm not good at sound effects, so it'll probably be cut down a little bit, but not a lot. So, yeah. I think any other, anything you want to say before I kind of shut it off here? No, that's, I'm, I'm good. That's all I can say. Okay. Uh, well, in that case, have a good time in hell, guys. Don't forget to, to stop by the local hellhound hound factory. The local hellhound factory. Where you can buy your hell, where you can buy your hellhound a treat, some doggy bones, some meat. Oh yeah, they got a new thing in called bone, called called uh, bone bows. The dog will love it. Oh, we should make it into official website at some point called the Hellhound Stop By. We're not that famous, but it'll be impressive if we did have a website. Wait for it. We'll become famous. You, We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, well, hope you guys had a good day, day, day in hell, and I hope the door hits you on your way out.